Yeah, it's the Priceline Negotiator, and I'm here because I'm tired of you getting less. Less sunshine, less fun, less bang for your buck. It's time for more. That's why I'm getting you up to 60% off your favorite hotels, along with exclusive deals on rental cars and flights. Because when you save more, you can do more. More sunshine, more fun, a lot more for your dollar. Every trip is a big deal, so visit Priceline.com to get more out of your next trip. The first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there. They're going to hold on to everything the disease steals away. And the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen by funding research, advancing public policy, and spurring scientific breakthroughs. And by providing local support to those living with the disease and their caregivers, we're easing the burden until we accomplish our goal. But we won't get there without you. Visit ALZ.org to join the fight. Just be a good boy and die. You first. All right, welcome to a special episode of On Second Watch. And with a little help from some friends, we are going to explore the movies that Sean Bean was not cast in and answer the ultimate question, how would Sean Bean have died? We decide his role, replacing an existing role as a lead, supporting role, maybe a new character or some random cameo, and decide how he would die. And today, we're joined again by Derek, veteran of the show, Uh, You can hear him on some of our reviews of Fight Club and, of course, giving Sean Bean the business in The Other Guys and Inception. So, Derek, thanks again for joining. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to kill him again. (laughs) Absolutely. It's 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 a lot of fun. And we so we just pulled this together this this morning. Right. It was. Yeah. uh, Sent the notes. Hey, do you want to kill Sean Bean to announce something pretty special that you're doing? And we're like, yeah, let's do it. And we pulled this together in record time. And it's going to be coming out in time for your special release. So why don't we tell everybody what's coming from you tomorrow? Or actually yes. today. T- tonight at midnight. So that would be today when this comes out. Um, so I go by this the stage name or music name, Rick Risen. And I am putting out my debut single uh, here on the 25th. So it's going to be the very first release I've ever had. So I'm super excited to, for everybody to hear it out. Um, you know, it's, uh, it was a song I put together very quickly and very, very recently. Um, that's, it's kind of tackles a little bit of what's, what's going on with, uh, culture and, and what we see in society now. So, um, the, the song is called Virtue Signal and I, it's a, it's a subject of just the worst possible people that I ever find in my life at all are people that uh, go through the act of virtue signaling and um, basically taking, you know, trying to take on a cause or something just in order to make themselves look good. Yeah. So both, both sides of the aisle are kind of covered on it. Um, I want to make sure everybody that does it kind of gets their gets their turn sure. <laughs> to, to a degree so um but it was it was something i felt passionate about and uh ended up doing a song about it so it's and then it ended up working out that first one i'm putting out awesome i'm really looking forward to it and everybody listening you can check it out too i'll have links posted in the show notes go check it out go give uh derek aka was it rick risen 
Rick Risen. Rick Risen. All um, platforms. Perfect. <laughs> um, give him a give him a shout. Give him a look. Uh, follow his stuff. He's he's great. Derek's awesome. I think I'm thinking back. We we first met at a Bad Flower concert. I believe that was it. Um, really quick background. So um, Dana's friends with with Derek's girlfriend for way back. And we found out that she was going to the same concert we were, which we thought was a little strange because she didn't seem like she was into that kind of music. She's um, not. <laughs> but, um, and she was there with Derek, you know, cause she, you know, she's great and really supports everything that you do and, and likes to have some fun too. So um, immediately we found out that Derek is this kick-ass guy and um, probably one of the coolest people I've met. Uh, so Go support his stuff. I'm I'm really looking forward to this single drop in and I'm going to check it out and I'm going to push it hard all day tomorrow. So I love everything about that. (laughs) You know, and if, and if people really, really love it, I would love for you to share it. And if you hate it and you want to complain about it, share it then too. Um, That's cool. I'm, I'm okay with that. Just, you know, and then put it on repeat. That's fine by me. Yeah. Get, get the word out, get it stuck in your head. That's right. I like so to think it's catchy to get stuck in your head. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I've, I've heard your progression and through experimenting with music um, probably over the last, last year. And it's, it's really cool to see how much you've grown and experimented with it. So it's, it's really cool. I, I appreciate it. I, it's, you know, I started making music only two years ago, um, two and a half years ago, something like that. And, but it feels like the songs that I write, I've been building up for 39 years. You know, it's right. just, I, I got a lot of material I get to pour in. So it's just the right time to, to share it. So. Awesome. So I'm, yep. Tomorrow, tomorrow's the day. So if you're it's listening the to this, there's no excuse not to go scroll down through the notes, see that link <laughs> and, and give it a listen and let us know what you think. So for awesome. us to Thank celebrate you. this, it only made sense to cast and kill Sean Bean for old time's sake. Uh, so we, we pulled this together. I sent a note out to Derek and said, let's go. And Derek, you chose Varsity Blues. Um, so where did this movie come from? I, I was trying to think of the, the films we've done before. Um, yes, this is a comedy and it fits that 90s sweet spot. But what, what really stands out, stands out about this movie for you? Okay, so first off, I, I picked it because it's one of the most recent movies I've watched. Um, oh. It was like, over the, and and then in hindsight, I'm like, I'm super glad we picked this one. Um, no, all I've all I've been watching is like the Conjuring movies and the Conjuring spinoffs, and then Varsity Blues just kind of tossed into the mix. You know, something like I, I can't, I I can't justify all my decisions. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it was it, it had it has a soft spot for me because you know this came out in 99 i was 17 and so i was like right at that same age of just being kind of an asshole like they are in it and 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 not knowing not knowing what you're gonna do with your life and all of that so um yeah it kind of fell into the sweet spot of the show and i thought okay yeah this would and i don't i don't want to kill sean bean in something that you would expect him to die in yeah i don't want I want to kill him and, yeah, I like I like a challenge. So yeah, hopefully we figured out some cool ways to kill this poor bastard off. I think so. I, I'm look. I'm really looking forward to it. And this this movie, I, I watched it actually today after we agreed that we were going to do this one, and I forgot that it was a MTV production. So I immediately thought, wow, is this this is not going to be good? 
But then I realized, holy crap, they got a killer soundtrack. They do. Uh, I was going through the list. You got Green Day, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Collective Soul, uh, Third Eye Blind, Van Halen, ACDC, uh, Foo Fighters, uh, The Offspring. It's just so many great, great artists. It's just like, okay, it's an MTV production back when they used to play music. Um, right. And so it, it was bound to have something, and they, I think they delivered. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's funny, like the, the view that you watch it in 20 years ago versus what it looks like today. Yeah. So different. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. And, and, and you can, you know, 20 years later, I found myself appreciating things about it more than probably what I did back then. So yeah, I figured good place for dude to die. And I got to say for being, you know, falling underneath that coming of age, you know, teen comedy, um, there are more boobs in this movie than I think in most in the nineties, at least I know there's a lot in the eighties, but for the nineties, there's, there's a lot of boobies. Yeah. And kind of unexpected. Like I, it was like, I almost forgot about it. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> there's a nipple. Yeah. <laughs> there's another one. Oh wow, that teacher's like really naked, like like super naked. Okay, great. Um, yeah, it's it, for the nineties. It was it was kind of a unicorn, <laughs> right? Right, for sure. So, all right, let's let's figure this one out. So, with Sean Bean, um, I came up with two. I think you got a really well constructed one. So, I'm gonna throw my softball out there first to get it warmed up, and we'll let you take it from there if that's cool. Sounds good. All right. So for me, Sean Bean is just your average Wes um, Canaan resident. He's just hanging out at the landing strip, you know, strip club after a long, hard day at work. And then you got Billy Bob and the boys all there. I mean, they're, they're portraying what 18, 17 year olds, 18 year olds. And they're, you know, these small, small towns. They let their football players get away with anything. So they're there drinking, having a good time at the strip club. And, you know, Billy Bob can't help himself, but to just get, so overwhelmed and boobage that he had to jump up on stage himself and start stripping. Because like he said, uh, this is a strip club. I'm going to strip. So he's up there getting naked on stage, all 500 pounds of them. Well, Sean Bean's just there, just relaxing. He just took a big bite of a sandwich, turned around to see Billy Bob shaking his butt on stage, immediately causing Sean Bean to choke on said sandwich and collapse and die from... I guess choking on a sandwich. Okay. So, so, so you started it off though. Like it was this low hanging fruit. Like, like this is the answer that I'm going to expect somebody else to give <laughs> that Sean Bean chokes on a sandwich at a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just had to just, that was the first thing that popped to my mind when I saw that scene. I'm like, well, I, I, I got grossed out by seeing him shaking it on stage. I'm like, Oh, well maybe Sean Bean got a little bit too grossed out. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 always fascinating to me that they serve food at strip clubs. I don't know, maybe because I, I I I don't <laughs> frequent them, but um, I don't know if I'd necessarily sit down and have a meal either. If I even if I did, but yeah, it kind of seems like the the last place I'd like to sit down and eat. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a a post COVID <laughs> strip club meal. Might be like some of the worst shit you can have. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll, I'd steer clear of that one. 
right. Sweet. Let's, I, uh, I, I, I like it. It's a good, it's a good way for him to go. Yeah. Well, I went out happy ish right until the end. So he had boobs in a sandwich. He was yeah. cool. Yeah. It comes in, comes in a baggie. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's hear what you got. All right. So when I, when I watched it again, I realized like it's a way darker movie than I remembered it being, yeah. you know, like Billy Bob's last meal was going to be the barrel of a gun, you know, at, at one point. So, you know, like I remembered it, but I didn't quite put it together. Like, well, oh, this is like, this is kind of deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking about like, who is, a, who was my favorite character when I, when I was growing up watching this, it was, I'll I'll give you a guess. Who who do you think would be my favorite character on this? Um, probably Tweeter. Goddamn right. <laughs> I I loved Tweeter. I thought he was the funniest dude. Like, and he was, and, and I thought he was so cool. And it's and it's so like seventeen year old dumbass me was like, oh, this guy's great. And years later, I'm like, I watch, I'm like, oh, this is he's a little rapey. It's I mean, creepy. you know, like a little bit. I mean, when you say like, give him a Percocet, two Vicodin and a couple of beers and the panties drop. Uh, I, I thought 17 year old me would have thought, yeah, 39 year old me thinks, son, that's 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 rape. Right. Um, so <sighs> Tweeter's a dark character. So I added Sean Bean as a character. All right. um, I added him as tweeter's dad oh. in this so because whenever i do these i tend to like to add create a new character so i was thinking sean bean in the movie um if you think about it he's like the greatest larper of all time like live action role player mm-hmm. boromir and lord of the rings you so, know ned stark like he could go out and just kill it with live action role play good in the movie, that's it. That's it. That's what he does. He neglects his son. He has nothing to do with him. He's a LARPing nerd. And that's it. And he treats Tweeter horribly. So Tweeter starts turning to drugs and sex and everything else. And, you know, he just doesn't like his weird LARPing dad. Um, so we see at one scene where Tweeter steals the cop car. We don't know what happens from when he steals the cop car to where he ends up butt naked with a bunch of girls True, and picking up Moxon. So what I was thinking was in between that time, he's drunk. He knows he's going to jail. He's already stolen a car. He swings back home, sees dad and decides to take it all out on him. Kills the dad. Boom. Shoots Sean Bean. Himself, however you want to, however we want to kill him. I'll say shooting because it's Texas, and we'll make it easy. <laughs> um, so he kills him, and uh, then after that, he just move, goes on about his day. He picks up some naked sophomore girls, goes and tries to get Moxon. That's it. Next morning, you know, the, there's the scene in the diner after that, and there's a state trooper. You know, they, the the cops there. He's like, oh, they stole a state trooper car. They exposed themselves, you know, and then that Charlie Tweeter murdered his father. 
oh, these players nowadays are just running around lawless. I mean, I think if we add in a murder in there, that's just going to step it up even more. I Yeah, I don't think they uh, were going to stop them from anything. It, it sounded like those those football players had the run of the town, so – yeah. Who says murder? You know, and even, yeah, and even after the cop is bitching about him murdering the dad, you know, then Kilmer's in the back. My boy's too much trouble for you, mm-hmm. you know, and they're out of it. So, so yeah, the uh, he he hated his dad and killed him off, and that's how Sean Bean goes. I don't think there'd be anybody better that could play a play a larper <laughs> ever. No. Uh, I don't. I don't think you're going to last very long uh, as a LARPer in Texas. I think your life expectancy is rather short. So, um, <laughs> especially when your son is Charlie Tweeter, right? <laughs> oh, that's 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 deep. That's dark. But, it is dark. Uh, I think it fits the tone of the movie and the fact that these kids just uh, they do whatever they want. Yeah, like I said, it, that actually it, my. My twisted mind took me three minutes to think of that this morning at about eight o'clock when you had messaged me about this. <laughs> yeah, it was like as soon as we agreed that to do this, you're like, "Yep, I got my answer. We're we're good." I'm like, "Wow, that was oof, really quick. I got to get on this." Yeah, and this is I went I went there so fast. I don't. know. <laughs> That's all right. All right. So my my second one, um, I also cast Sean Bean as a new character. He's the groundskeeper at the school. He's taking awesome. care of that field and, you know, uh, you got Kilmer's got, you know, him down, you know, you've got to take care of this grass. It's got to be perfect. Everything's got to be right. So everyone's afraid of this coach, even the groundskeeper, groundskeeper, Sean. So you got, you got Mox and Billy out in that field. This is when Billy Bob's having his, his breakdown and kind of blaming himself and shooting up his trophies. And we're like, okay, is he, you know, he's, he's giving away his stuff. Like this is the end of Billy Bob. If Mox doesn't step in. So, you know, Mox does, you know, talk him out of it, takes a shotgun away from him. They kind of joke about his ass. And then then Mox sees this poster of Coach Kilmer on, I think it was the goalpost or, or some pole. And he just, he raises the gun up and shoots at this poster. And, you know, it's, it hits, you know, it hits that poster in just like a, a three inch spread. There's, there's no spread at all. But this is coming from a shotgun. We know that spread's got to be at least, you know, he's probably shooting from, I don't know, even give it 10 meters away. The spread's got to be about a foot or so. Not every pellet is going to hit that poster right dead center. So what I thought was Sean Bean is the groundskeeper of this said field. And he knows football players are off limits, but he also knows that Kilmer has them, you know, by the balls that this field has to be perfect. So he's just sitting there waiting. He's waiting for Billy Bob to just go about his business and move on so that he can go repair the grass where he drove over with his truck, get the pellets out of the ground, get the ground nice and flat, get the trophy pieces away. He's just, he's just biding his time, just waiting all night if he had to. So when Mox takes the blast at that pole, some of those pellets went right past it and took Sean Bean out, who's just simply waiting, but he was just waiting in the wrong spot at the wrong time and Mox kills him. Perfect Mox. The angel Mox ends up killing Sean Bean. I mean, he broke his dad's nose at one point. Now he's killing the groundskeeper. Yeah. What the hell dude? Yeah. He ain't, he ain't such, he's, he's not such a good boy. No, you know, I, 
speaking about the breaking his dad's nose, I love the fact that he he hit his dad in the nose and then like five minutes later you, you see him like throw this pinpoint throw at uh I think of the mascot or something. Mm-hmm. And his dad's like, Yeah, and he's like, wait a minute. You hit me on purpose. <laughs> it was perfect. Exactly. You know, I, I so so I love that like the first time we did one of these where we killed them off. Um I don't I don't think any of us like knew what we were doing, but I, I swear to God, like gradually every time you do it, your your deaths get more elaborate. <laughs> And there's, there's like, there's like more detail attached to it and it makes it so much better. E- even when it's like this total accident, like, no, oh, he's a groundskeeper. Oh, he choked on a sandwich. It's still so <laughs> fucking good. You, you got to paint a picture. It's storytelling. You know, if we're going to go as far as to cast and kill this son of a bitch, we got to, we got to paint a brilliant picture and just go for it. So that's what I'm trying to raise that level every single time. I fully fully agree it makes it so much better <laughs> the spaz got some work to do after hitting them in the nuts but you know it's you got to work with what you got right right in the penis right in the penis right, right, right in the penis <laughs> the fun bag to the penis so I, you know when he when he said it i i actually thought to myself like yeah that hurts and it sucks but did he forget about the balls like that's way <laughs> that, that's the worst part right <laughs> yeah that's you know that's the mind of Spaz. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. This 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 is the team you're working with over right. there. It's you know you, I I you can't choose them all. <laughs> uh, but awesome. I you know this is this is fun. So you know really thanks Derek again. Not only for supporting us um, throughout our entire life of our podcast, but being a great friend. Love collaborating with you. I'm really excited to see this next venture of you finally getting some more of your art out there. Um, I can't wait to check it out. So everybody please scroll down in the notes, see that nice little link, click it, support Derek, give it a thumbs up, share it. Let us know what you think. And anytime you want to come back, Derek, you're more than welcome. You know that. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a ton for letting me on here to plug my stuff. (laughs) So yes, virtue signal from Rick rise and check it out. Absolutely. And um, thanks for listening. And if anyone else has any ideas on how they would like to kill Sean Bean, let us know. Send us a note on our website or on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you might find us. Um, Happy to do this. I think uh, got a number of them coming up. Uh, We just released Inception. We got Zombieland coming up. And I think we might have a Goofy movie. Yikes. It's going to get crazy. So... Um, looking forward to that. So Derek, again, thank you. Good luck with this single. Looking forward to listening to it. And I'll say it again and again. Everybody take a uh, listen and share it. Let's let the world hear Virtue Signal. Thank you, guys. All right, thank you. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.